Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Today's text from the Word of God comes from John 3, 31 through 36. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks in an earthly way. He who comes from heaven is above all. He bears witness to what he has seen and heard, yet no one receives his testimony. Whoever receives his testimony sets his seal to this, that God is true. For he whom God has sent utters the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. Yesterday's text featured the incredible testimony of John the Baptist when questioned about Jesus baptizing others and concluded with the statement, He must increase, but I must decrease. Today's text continues this narrative about Jesus, beginning with the reminder that Jesus is not just a man. He came from his dwelling place with God to bring salvation to mankind. Not only did he come from above, however, he is also above all. Many of you have probably heard of Flat Stanley, the main character in the children's book series. As the story goes, Stanley was squashed flat by a bulletin board while sleeping. If you think that is weird and macabre, take a look at some of the original stories of many of the most famous fairy tales. Uh, It'll keep you up at night. But Stanley made the most of the situation, and for many elementary students, doing a flat Stanley project is a rite of passage. They create the character on paper and send it to someone throughout the world who then takes pictures with Stanley and sends back the pictures and writings on adventures that they had when Stanley was with them. My fear is that for so many of us, we have lost our reverence for and fear of God. We have transformed him into not much more than flat Stanley, a God we stick in our pockets when we wake up in the morning, if we can remember, a God we pull out of our pockets when we need something or when things get tough, but a God we can put away most of the time without giving it much thought. Through this one simple verse in John 3.31, John reminds us just how sacrilegious and disrespectful is that train of thought. Do not forget what it says in Colossians 1 that Jesus is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is from above, and he is above all. Now, John is not nullifying the testimony of John the Baptist through this verse. He's saying that just like the law, the testimony of man is limited when compared to the perfect testimony of Christ. In verse 32, we are told that Jesus can testify truthfully about these things. Why? Because he is telling about what he has seen and heard. His testimony was not full of assumptions or speculation. It was the very words of God telling us firsthand experience of the Father and the way to eternal life. In verse 33, we are told that whoever received his testimony sets his seal to this, that God is true. We see so many falling away because their faith was not their own. It was their parents or their friends or the popular majorities at the time. Remember, many of the crowd who shouted Hosanna to Jesus They were the same ones shouting, crucify him, less than a week later. We must strive to have a faith that says, even if all others forsake him, 
I will be faithful. The prophets that spoke to Israel were led by the Holy Spirit in a measure, but verse 34 reiterates how Jesus is superior to all because the Spirit rests on him without measure. He is one with the Spirit. Pray without ceasing that God will bless you with more of the fullness of the Spirit. While we may have the Spirit in us, there is always room for more love, more joy, more peace, more of the Spirit. This chapter opened with Jesus' discussion with Nicodemus and the theme of replacement, of being born again, of trading in the old for the new. The end of this chapter reiterates the theme of replacement, reminding the readers that Jesus is the fulfillment of Judaism. Ritual purification was created to change the inner hearts of the participants. But during the time of Jesus' life, the focus had turned to appearances or rules. The statement that God sent Jesus to this earth is repeated 39 times in John's gospel. And John reminds his readers that Jesus is the one who came from heaven to bring open communication between God and man, to save the entire world, and to be a witness to all nations. Verse 35 of this passage today says, The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. And this mirrors Matthew 28, 18 which says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. No other man or woman in history could ever rightfully or truthfully make that claim. Jesus, like the Father, wishes for everyone to be saved, to come to know and accept him as Savior. As you step out and bear witness to him, pray that Jesus will open the eyes of those who are blinded to him and soften the hearts of those who are lost. Verse 36 says, Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. Isn't it interesting that it does not say that whoever believes has eternal life, but whoever does not believe shall not have life? Instead, it says, Whoever does not obey Jesus shall not see life. That's because genuine saving faith is obedience. None of us can be perfect, but the directions of our hearts, minds, and lives should be in obedience to Christ. This chapter closes with a solemn warning that the wrath of God remains on those who do not obey Jesus. Merrill Tinney, a professor and New Testament and Greek scholar, says this about the wrath of God. It does not mean a sudden gust of passion or a burst of temper. Rather, it is the settled displeasure of God against sin. It is the divine allergy to moral evil, the reaction of righteousness to unrighteousness. The rejection of sin by God does not end once we enter the next world. If we reject Jesus, we are unable to offer the perfect sacrifice that's acceptable to God. The wrath of God will remain on us unless it is stamped, paid in full, which is only possible through the perfect sacrifice of Jesus. Be thankful today for the gift of Jesus. Honor God by showing Him honor and respect and keeping Him top of mind. And live lives of worshipful obedience to the one who came from heaven and is above all, our Savior, Jesus Christ. May God's blessings rest on you today. 